Good morning. You're listening to Real Life, Real People Radio on this Sunday morning. Thank you so much for joining us today. There's so much that you could be doing right now, and you have decided to listen in to Real Life, Real People Radio, so thank you. If you want to listen to previous shows, you can do so on our podcast. Go to Apple, Google, Spotify, and just search Real Life, Real People Radio, and you'll find us, and you'll be able to listen to previous shows that have aired. Well, we're in the month of February, and we are talking about how you can stand firm for Jesus in this world in which we live in. How do you stand firm? And when you do, what does Jesus bring you? Well, today we're going to talk about when you stand firm with Jesus and you stand in peace, you will receive his peace. John 14, 27. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. And this is the scripture that we're going to really focus on today about how we can have peace through Jesus. So I want to invite you all to sit back, relax, grab your favorite cup of coffee, grab hold of your Bibles, but most importantly, grab hold of Jesus and he will bring the Bible to life for you. Let me lead us in a word of prayer and we'll get started. Oh, dear Heavenly Father. We just come to you today and our hearts are just so full of peace, just knowing you and knowing that you are the Prince of Peace and you do bring us peace. Even in this world in which we live in, where there's trouble, where there's heartache, Lord, we know that when we cling to you, we can have peace. So Lord, help us today to stand firm in your peace, to stand firm for you, Lord. And I thank you for Alexis, who's come here to share how she has stood by you and feels your peace through everything that's gone on in her life and how she's continuing to walk with you and feel your peace over her whole life. And so, Lord, we thank you and we praise you and we just love you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, I've brought in a friend of mine who has such an awesome story about a healing and about how the Lord has brought her peace in her life. And I'm so excited to introduce Alexis Lunsford to you. She graduated last year from Mount Vernon High School. And if you listened to our program in December, actually on Christmas Day, I interviewed her father, Todd. And so I wanted to bring Alexis in. She's here for a short period of time until she goes back to college. And so I said, come on in. I want to interview interview you. So how are you today? I'm great, Jill. Thank you. So good to have you come in. And thank you so much. I know you're a busy woman. (laughs) You have a lot going on and and a lot of friends to see. But thank you for carving out some time to come in. First of all, I want to just say I am so excited about the news about your father, that he's (laughs) doing so well after his liver transplant. Yes. So I know he had that in July. So tell us a little bit about kind of your side of, you said when you came in, he's like so young and has so much energy and is so, <laughs> you know, doing so well. Tell us a little bit about before that time period and then when you got the news that he was going to be okay. 
Yeah, well, definitely beforehand, um, it was a long period of just being scared and um, nervous for what was to happen. Right. Um, I never knew what was going to come next, good or bad. And it was just definitely a long season of um, fear Mm -hmm. in my life and just never knowing what to expect. I could wake up one day with great news or bad news. And so it was just definitely huge anticipation for what was to come. And when I got the news about his transplant, I was actually at church camp Oh, really? Yes. And I love my church camp. Mm -hmm. And so it was, I think it was definitely the best place for me to be when that was to happen. So I could share the joy with all your friends. Yes. Yes. And I was just covered in, Mm -hmm. you know, prayers Mm -hmm. and all my friends were just there for me and um, just encouraging me. Like even when he was in surgery and all the things like that, and then when I got the news that he came out and he was doing great, it was just—I mean, it was everybody was just celebrating with me, and so that was fantastic. And then now it's just to see him be a whole different person Mm -hmm. with so much energy and just wanting to do everything, and is able to be at all my things and isn't ever feeling, you know, bad or, you know, so it's just great. But, oh, wow. That, yeah. That's so neat. So you're 18, and when did he first start feeling sick? How old, do you remember how old you were? And I'm sure you were scared and didn't know, know what to do because you live with him. He's a single yes. father, correct? Yes. I was about 15 or 16 okay. when it started. It was... Well, he had felt bad, but Mm -hmm. not to the point um, to where he was in the hospital in and out. Right. Until it was it was around Christmas, Mm -hmm. and when you were sixteen, so about two years ago. Yes. Okay. So, and so at that point, it was Christmas, and he just could not even get out of the house. I know he kind of explained Mm -hmm. that to me how he felt so bad. Right. And you were scared to come Mm -hmm. home. Mm-hmm. You know, to see, well, you might, something might have happened to him. I mean, Correct. it was kind of scary. Kind of walk us through that, what that felt like. And then I know that you're a strong Christian. Mm-hmm. So at the same time, you were scared, but you did have peace. You had Jesus's peace with you. Right. So kind of t- take us back right. to that time. Put yourself, remember, you know, during that time in December. Well, um, Isn't there a song that says that, Remember December? <laughs> no, I think there might be. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, definitely, there was a lot of fear mm-hmm. in that moment, but I think my biggest thing was um, coming home and there being a situation that I couldn't take care of with right, him. Right, right. Because I wanted to do all I can to make him feel better, but at the same time, like I was also in school and I was in sports and... I was involved in my youth group, and Mm -hmm. so I wasn't really home all the time like he needed somebody to be. And so it was definitely hard, um, but I also had a lot of peace that if I were to come home to a situation that I couldn't handle, that like it was was the Lord's purpose, Mm -hmm. and um, it was what needed to be happening Mm -hmm. at that time. And so... I definitely put my trust in the Lord to whatever was to happen, that it was for His plan during that time, 
because there was moments where, like I said, like I couldn't do anything about it, mm-hmm. even though I wanted to, or you know, I wanted him to feel better, or I wanted to get him all the medicine, or take him to the doctor. That there was nothing that I could do above the Lord. So, mm-hmm. so you were a junior in high school, and you had, like you said, a lot of activities. You were gone a lot, and. Right. You, you were surrounded by a lot of supportive people in your life. Yes, definitely. So your dad told me that it just kind of happened. You were best friends with someone, mm-hmm. and her mother approached you. And yes. just said, why didn't you just stay with us for a little while? Mm-hmm. And then that turned into you just ended up living with them a while. Yes. Was that hard to leave home at first? Did you, Or did you just kind of know that your dad said, do this, I want you to do it? Did you feel mm-hmm. a peace there? Or Tell right. us how that was. Right. It was definitely, there was a few, many families that just poured into me and mm-hmm. encouraged me and, um, you know, kept me on my feet during that time. And so, but the two main ones, they both um, just, I knew they wanted the best for me. And I also knew my dad wanted the best for me. And so I had a lot of peace going, moving out of the house because um, I knew that, dad wouldn't do that if that he didn't want that for me exactly and so um yeah so that was the main thing and I had a lot of peace with it mm-hmm. and I knew the families loved me and they they still you know just pour so much into me yeah and so yeah it's really a neat story I you know I happen to know the families that you're talking about and mm-hmm. The, the Morrises and the Newsoms, Correct. especially. I know a lot of people have loved and supported you, but specifically those families kind of took you under under their wing. Yes. And, and I would see pictures on Facebook and Instagram, and it was like you were a part of their family. Mm-hmm. And I love that because it's so important that we surround ourselves with people, and we, we are the family of God. Mm-hmm. And they just took you in and just helped you and like you said encouraged you prayed with you a lot I'm sure y'all talked a lot about the situation and about you know what you can do to Mm -hmm. continue feeling the peace and the love and so how important it is to surround yourself with people I mean would you say when you're going through a hard time don't isolate yourself but find people that you can Mm-hmm. you know yeah. be around and encouraged is that what you did yes and I couldn't express how much that that helped me through that season especially finding peace in the situation there was one night specifically that I just like will always remember that I was with the Morrises mm-hmm. and um it, we had just got the news of another time that my dad had been admitted back into the hospital mm-hmm. or something like that and I was trying to go to sleep but I just couldn't and mm-hmm. I just went in Ryan and Holly's room and they just looked at me and I just broke down and I was like I'm just scared like I don't know what to do and they just for hours they just sat with me and prayed over me and loved me and just and after that night I just felt Mm -hmm. so much peace that it really is in the Lord's hands and you know I have all these people here that love me and that the Lord placed in my life for this reason so yeah that is so special wow I mean for them to do that and to stay up all night and pray with you Mm -hmm. is so amazing what God can do Mm -hmm. when you honor him with praying and just 
loving one another. Because when you love like Jesus, like the Morses did, mm-hmm. um, you receive that love in abundance. And I know you have been such a blessing to them. <laughs> because specifically, I have talked to to Holly about mm-hmm. that and Holly Morris, and she has told me how much she just loves you like a daughter, <laughs> like you are a daughter yes. to her. And so isn't God awesome? Yes. How Incredible. in your deepest need, he knows exactly what you need. Right. Yes. And I know that had to be comforting for your father mm-hmm. to know that you were taken care of and he didn't have to worry. But there were some times where he didn't even think he might be able to live. Correct. I mean, I, how hard was that when he gave you that news? I can't imagine. Yeah, well, for the most part, he did a really good job, I would say, not showing me how much, how in pain he was oh, okay. yeah. or how bad the situation really was. Mm-hmm. And now looking back and him telling me things, like I realize, you know, how close it really was. Um, but for the most part, when he told me, like, the main, like, diagnosis and what the doctors say about it just you know so I wouldn't be in total shock it was it was really hard it was a hard pill to swallow just accepting that it couldn't be much longer or he might not make it to see me get married or mm-hmm. stuff like that and so it was definitely hard um but like I said he did a very good job throughout the process of making sure that it wasn't affecting my life like too much he mm-hmm. if that makes sense no that does make sense and and as parents we want to protect right. our children and he did that in a way that honored God and mm-hmm. helped you correct so you weren't worried about him you know as much and but he did have that liver transplant and is doing really well right yes, now he is so fantastic. praise God yes well let's talk about you and your future and um, what do you hope to do I know you said you were real involved in youth group mm-hmm. and right now you go to college are you still yes. involved with the youth group up your college and where do you go to school I go to Watchdog Baptist uh-huh. in Arkadelphia Arkansas and I love it so much oh, good. yes yes and you're very involved with youth group up there yes. as well yeah okay. they have the church I've been attending is called Park Hill Baptist and they have a, a like a college group that okay. I go to every now and then but mainly on campus is tons of Bible studies and worship sessions and just prayer walks and tons mm-hmm. of stuff like that and so most of the stuff that um, ministry groups that I'm involved with are on campus which mm-hmm. is so fantastic so that's wonderful so you've stayed involved yes just ma'am. because you've left home yes you didn't ma'am. leave your faith you, right you're stronger do you think your faith is growing each each I, year yes. you're still growing you haven't left Right. I know it's sometimes we go into different environments, mm-hmm. maybe where we don't feel like we have the love and support and the people that are encouraging us on. It sounds like you found the right place yes. for you, and so you're <laughs> Definitely. continuing on. Well, I love to hear that. I love to hear the story because there's so much heartache and so, mm-hmm. so many negative things in this world Yes, that if we let ourselves focus on that, we can get pretty, you know, pretty restless and, and not filled with peace at all right so what do you do when the world starts coming and weighing in on on you because we're human and things happen what do you mm-hmm. where do you go and what do you do f- to find that peace I well first I go to prayer and 
I do. I'm really bad about setting things to the, to the mm-hmm. side and kind of trying not to think about them or that kind of thing. And so I've been really trying to work on that, especially through like my dad's like illness. It was something that I couldn't really just put to the side like I had wanted to. And so going to prayer was a big thing for me um, and finding peace. And then the next next was just reading the Bible and then really just talking to those people that who are older than me and wiser than me and mm-hmm. really just love me and pour into me um, and have been through tough situations too and know the ways that we I could find the peace or um, handle the situation. So mm-hmm. when you think of what you're going to do, do you always bring Jesus? into yes. the situation yes you know, ma'am. take take jesus with you definitely and and that's part of of the prayer is is asking for help or guidance or direction mm-hmm. and then just really praising yes. jesus i know you've had a lot of praise lately yes <laughs> your father and, and and everything and um that is so important i i think we rejoice in those times of hope Mm-hmm. But we also have to be patient when tribulation comes because it will come. And you've been through, like you said, a lot of tribulation when with your father. But now it's like you're rejoicing yes, in, in that hope and, and staying constant in prayer. Do you pray with prayer groups? I think you mentioned that yes. you're in a prayer group. Yes, ma'am. I, yeah, I do, and I love them. Mm-hmm. Yes. There's nothing like praying with other people. Mm-hmm. I just feel like when we do that, and I know that, you know, God is with us when we're there. You just feel the presence of right. God and the Holy Spirit. You know that scripture? It's Matthew 18 verses yes. 19, 20. Again, I say to you, if two of you agree on earth about anything they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. For where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am among them. Mm-hmm. That one is just yes. I just keep thinking about that one and how prayer brings us closer together and mm-hmm. and and just like you said when the Morrises prayed with you that time that just opened a door that only God can open and right and so I love that you're still involved with prayer groups yes ma'am and do you mentor other people right now you said you are mentored by mm-hmm. others but have you found maybe some younger students that right. you're mentoring yet well or you're kind of yeah I'm hoping to I being like a freshman this first semester has been kind of like new and uh-huh. everything but it's definitely there's been times that because going into college I have never really truly shared my testimony with somebody mm-hmm. and I was at college for about like two to three weeks and I was just with one of my friends who I had barely known at that time and she was like well let's go to so-and-so's dorm and uh-huh. I didn't know who those people were and we went in there and they were just like well let's share our testimonies and so it was just such a moment of like okay like let's do this and let's you know show the way that God's really worked in our lives and so that was a great way um to do that and yeah it just that moment brought me so much peace and so being able to mentor other people in that way mm-hmm. also being mentored by my peers by their testimonies was mm-hmm. very very awesome well what is your testimony would you mind sharing it with us yeah I would say the biggest part of my testimony is just the faithfulness that God has 
to every single person in his life. Um, I just see ever since, even before I was born, and um, the faithfulness that um, God had to my dad, um, that he wanted he wanted me and he wanted to raise me. Mm-hmm. And then as I was growing up, that the faithfulness that um, God had in my mom's life, even though she wasn't following him, and then the faithfulness that my or that God had to my dad through his illness, even though, you know, my dad was probably, you know, could be angry at times or not understanding why that God was doing this in his life, that God was so faithful to him and he's faithful to all of us and just loves us and cares for us and just protects us. So So the faith has been big and you've seen God show the faithfulness through these different situations in Mm -hmm. your life. I love that. Yes, because God is faithful. He is. Not all have faith, but the Lord is faithful. And you've seen that. And so your faith has grown even more through these situations Mm -hmm. and these circumstances that may not have been the best of situations. But seeing how God has worked through it and and you've been able to, to live that faithfulness yourself. And so your faith is grown. Yes, ma'am, for sure. Mm-hmm. So faith is being sure of what you hope for and certain of what you do not see. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people want to see. They want to know every single thing. They want to know all the details. But right. one of my favorite scriptures is Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6. It's trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him, and He will make your path straight. Mm -hmm. And so you mentioned that ago, just trusting in the Lord and not trying to understand everything, not leaning on, well, I don't get this. I don't know why this is happening, but just trusting Him, just saying, Jesus, I know you're here. I know that everything's going to work out. I don't know how, Mm -hmm. and I know I must sometimes go through these hard times, but... I'm going to acknowledge you anyway, and there will be joy. Right. And I just, I will have strength because God will help me. Um, You know, the scripture, Philippians 4.13, I can do all things with Christ who strengthens Mm -hmm. me. I see that in you and that Mm -hmm. with Christ, you were strong. You were able to go through these things, wouldn't you say? Yes, definitely. Mm -hmm. Well, that's that's really awesome. Um, What... Do you hope to do, I guess, when you graduate from college? Obviously, you have been real involved with ministry. I've known you since you were a freshman, (laughs) and you've been very involved in the church. You even helped with Prayer on the Square, Mm -hmm. which is a time where we come and we pray as a community. And I remember you led a prayer and read a scripture and I know you've been real involved with your youth group, and now you are in college. So do you hope to be in the ministry? Are you, or counseling, or mm-hmm. or what, or nursing, or you're going to do something that helps people, yes. I know. <laughs> I'm not completely sure where my path is leading, but I definitely know that I'm going to be um, in some way, like with ministry, I don't know if it's going to be like my main mm-hmm. like occupation or not, but I definitely want to be super involved in like my future church and um, just really pour into other people as others support into me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, that's great, and, and I know you will. Well, so you had a huge prayer answered with your dad, but have you also prayed sometimes and there was not an answer? 
that yes, happens. Yes. And so what do you think that means? Do you think God is just saying, trust me anyway? Mm-hmm. Trust me. And he knows the better plan. Right. It's yes. hard sometimes when we get the no's or not now. Mm-hmm. So what do you do to remain patient and, and have peace? I really, it's really hard. And especially when it's something that you think is yes, yes. better for your life. But it's, it brings so much peace knowing that God really does love you mm-hmm. and that this really is the best for you. And so even though you don't see it now, it's definitely like that peace definitely just overflows, especially when you get to that end point mm-hmm. and you see the results of the patience or um, the no of why God was doing that in your life. Mm-hmm. There's been many times where I had prayed for something and it hadn't come and I didn't understand why it hadn't come because I thought that was the only way. But then at the end, it was something completely different but exceptionally better than what I could ever have imagined. So it's just finding that peace uh, along the way, knowing that God loves you and has that plan for you, but then um, that peace at the end that brings it all together and becomes like that aha moment of Mm -hmm. why uh, God did that in your life. Yeah, and you're so right. We think we know, you said it, we know the best plan for us, but God ultimately does. And and He does do more than we could ever ask or imagine. There's even a scripture, you probably Mm -hmm. are familiar with it, from Ephesians 3. And now to Him who is able to do far more abundantly than all we can ask or think, according to the power at work within us. God will do more than mm-hmm. we can ever imagine or think. Like you said, it's mm-hmm. like you pray for something and it's you think, okay, this is what's going to happen. But God ultimately maybe changes it in a way that's so much better. Mm-hmm. And so you have seen that in your life. Can you think of one example off the top of your head? Oh, goodness. I'm just kind of asking uh, without yeah. preparing. <laughs> um well, I know one. Your dad, you said he was healed, and now he has even more energy right. and can do more. Yes. Like, and it's only been a short period of time. Oh, and didn't yes. you think that it would take longer for him to feel better? Mm-hmm. I definitely, that was definitely a huge one because not knowing even if he would get the transplant. Right. And then, well, there was, over the summer, I was actually in Hawaii with his brother uh-huh. on my senior trip and they called and said that he was on the way to the hospital with his transplant and I was like oh like the prayers have been answered but then we got a call a few hours later and they were like oh like just kidding he didn't come in time like he might not get it now mm-hmm. and so that was definitely like I felt like God was teasing me at that point and I was like well why would you give it and then you know take it away and mm-hmm. That was a moment that, I mean, obviously now I see, you know, I have so much peace over it and I see the reason you did that because maybe that liver wouldn't have, wouldn't have worked for my dad right. and maybe he would have had failure from that one or um, rejection or mm-hmm. any of those things. And maybe the person who got the other liver is, you know, needed that one more than my dad. And right. so um, now, but in that moment, after I had prayed for so long, and I just didn't understand, like, you know, why it was like that. 
but then like now looking back I see the full result and Mm -hmm. it's beautiful and it's really amazing God does so much more and it's easy to trust God because we know He knows it all. Mm-hmm. He knows everything. We cannot know everything. We don't see everything. I mean, He's all-powerful, almighty, all-knowing, and loves us so much mm-hmm. that He's going to help us and, and just be there and know the, the right plan. So what would you tell our listeners as we close today? There might be some people listening who don't know this peace that mm-hmm. you have and might be going through a really hard time. What could you share with them that you could say that might help someone out there? I would say just rest in the assurance that there will always be peace. Um, Because a lot of times we think that we don't know how the situation will turn out for the better or how it's going to end to where you know, everything will be okay or how we're ever going to find peace or joy Mm -hmm. or any of the fruits again. But I would just say rest in the like the truth and the assurance that the Lord will bring peace again, no matter what the issue or the problem is. Oh, I love that. Yes. So just knowing Jesus, it, there's peace. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll just say Jesus if I need peace in my life. Just saying His name. Yes. There's power in His name. Yes, ma'am. So, and I'm just so grateful for you and that you were able to come in and share and that you're celebrating yes. your dad and just your life. And, and I just, I know there are great things in store for you. So Thank keep you. doing what you're doing and even more so keep sharing and encouraging others. Yes, ma'am. With Thank your faith. you. So would you like to close us in prayer? Yes. Dear Lord, just thank you for everything that you've done in all of our lives. And I thank you for all the miracles that you bring and all the peace you bring in our lives, Lord. I thank you for loving us and caring for us the way that you do and just blessing us with the this beautiful life, even though it can seem hard or tough or we don't know how we're going to get through this, Lord. Thank you for your blessings and your faithfulness to us. I just thank you for this opportunity, and I thank you for Jill inviting me in, and I'm just so thankful for this and your love for us and my life. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to Real Life, Real People Radio. If you would like to hear more episodes, simply search Real Life, Real People Radio on Apple, Google, and Podbean Podcasts. And remember... Every day will be a good day when you get real with God. Real Life, Real People Radio, copyrighted 2023. All rights reserved.